We'll continue the instructions on the Brahma Viharas and begin expanding further the field of metta. And as I'm providing the opening comments before we begin the meditation, just invite you to connect in the body, feel the touch points of the body on the earth, and inviting a sense of loving kindness of metta into the body. Maybe allowing about half the attention to rest with the body with this intention of kindness and half the attention on my words. Metta deeply supports our practice of mindfulness. And as well, it can be a practice on its own. Every year I lead a uh, teach on a 10-day metta retreat, or that's the sole practice. And it supports a purification process, a purification of our hearts and minds, purification of understanding of the way things are. And it's most of all a practice of cultivating and inclining the heart, mind, to goodwill, to loving kindness, to benevolence. And it serves to purify the forces of anger, fear, shame, guilt, or self-judgments. So that deeply supports our practice in this way. It's really just a simple wish. A simple wish for happiness, health, safety, and ease. For ourselves, for our benefactor, loved ones, and then ultimately extending extending outwards for all beings, an unconditional quality of goodwill. It's a key antidote to aversion, particularly to fear. And the Buddha taught the practice of metta as an antidote to fear fear that ultimately underlies almost all afflictive emotions. And the teaching is that a mind filled with loving kindness serves as a protector when fear arises. So it's not that the loving kindness pushes fear away or denies it, but it's a protector so that the fear can be known and felt so the light of awareness can shine on it. So that the deeper release and purification of the heart can happen. So it serves to soften, kind of tenderize a heart, kind of break through the layers. 
providing a more expansive quality of the heart that supports the purification process and brings greater happiness and ease, brings greater relaxation in our practice of mindfulness. And it does support this malleability of the heart that Andrea spoke about on Tuesday. The malleability, I think it was someone like His Holiness the Dalai Lama, who seems to primarily abide in a field of basic loving kindness, equanimity that accepts things as they are, but has an immediate responsiveness of the heart to suffering, to joy. So the Dalai Lama, His Holiness the Dalai Lama, can be listening to someone speaking about something very painful. And his heart can be filled with compassion. And in a moment, he can look toward a child who's laughing and feel great supportive joy, feel mudita. That's the quality that we're cultivating and developing in our practice with the Brahma Viharas. So there will be dry periods with uh, the metta practice. So we're not failing, no need to give up, no need to think we're doing something wrong. We may not be connecting at times with the metta phrases whatsoever, but it doesn't mean the metta is not doing its work. It's still a tenderizing of the heart that's going on, even if we may not feel it. So our calling is just to stay with the practice, to stay with the phrases, to stay with that intention of cultivating the heart, to use the tools of practice to draw up the image of the person that we're working with, maybe touch our hearts to support the connection, but keep staying with the practice. And knowing too that at times we may feel exactly the opposite. It's also part of the purification process. We may feel anger, hatred, jealousy. Dharma is just doing that, doing its work when that's happening. And when those things strongly arise, we can let go of the metta phrases and use the tools of our mindfulness practice to be present for that strong emotion of anger or jealousy, to check out our direct felt body experience. And then at the appropriate time, return to the cultivation of metta. So we also are encouraging you to bring this into your daily practice and really developing, cultivating your own practice of metta every day. Maybe this very same period in the day where you practice with metta. And we're moving through the categories very quickly. Today we'll expand the field to include the neutral and difficult person. I should say somewhat difficult person, but I'll get to that in a few minutes. And um, to practice every day and practice with where your heart is connecting, where you feel juice in the practice. So if you're feeling the most juice, the most connection with your benefactor, stay with that for several days and use that or longer 
and then use that as your springboard to move to other categories. So you have the base of metta that's established with your primary category and then move to another category. So if, you're, if you've primarily been working with the benefactor, then you could in your own practice begin to spend a little more time when it feels appropriate with self and begin to cultivate the metta for self. Knowing you can always shift back if the connection doesn't feel like it's happening, you could shift back to the benefactor for five or 10 minutes and go back to self. So it kind of brings some sense of playfulness to connect with where it feels like the metta is happening and beginning to have that sense of metta expanding outwards. You could say metta just for yourself the whole month. Perfectly fine. If that's the connection point, if it's supporting your practice, that's great. It's really helpful not to have any expectations or judgments on what the practice should be like or how quickly we should expand the categories or what emotions or feelings should be arising. On Tuesday, Andrea introduced benefactor and self and good friend. And the way we'll work with it today is to start with those categories and begin to expand. And I'll lead the meditation to expand to the neutral person and then the somewhat difficult person. So the neutral person is someone you might begin to reflect on who this might be. Maybe someone in the room, someone on the retreat that you recognize but don't have any particular feeling for, positively or negatively. Could be a neighbor, cashier in a grocery store, someone who you can draw up an image of but not have a strong feeling about. And it may be as you reflect on this, maybe because you're already in somewhat of a tender place, you may feel a little bit of uh, good feeling or a little bit of bad feeling for almost anybody. No, no one's perfectly neutral. Uh, so it's fine, just choose someone relatively neutral as we begin to broaden this field of loving kindness. When we get to that category, it will be useful to draw up the image and reflect that that person too wants happiness, health, safety, and ease. And that that person too was once a child and has people they love and care about and who love and care about them. I recognize too when we move to the neutral category, it's, uh, it could be a more challenging category because there could be a sense of dryness or lack of connection. So don't be surprised by that. Some people find it easier because there's no complications associated with offering metta for a neutral person. Oh, it's really just a process of cultivating and inclining the heart and mind and then, then trusting the metta to do the work. So we'll begin the meditation now.
and ask you to begin with a category where you're connecting with most easily now. Perhaps self, perhaps benefactor, maybe good friend. And you can draw upon a tool that works for you in making that connection. For some people, it's helpful to draw forth a visual image, or as Andreas said, to draw forth and recall positive qualities about ourselves, or the person that we're offering metaphor. And then I'll repeat the phrases three times and then you can continue at your own pace. So metta's flowing, you can let the words drop away at times, no problem. Or use your own words. Beginning with a simple intention, perhaps feeling a connection to the heart or touching the heart. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be safe. May I live with ease. This universal, universal wish for well-being. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be safe. May I live with ease. Or may you be happy if you're working with a benefactor, a good friend. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you live with ease.
and finishing the phrases. And then moving to the next category. If you've been saying phrases for benefactor or good friend, I suggest moving to self. If you've been saying phrases already for self, move to benefactor or good friend, whichever you choose. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you live with ease. Knowing mind may wander from time to time and just simply return to the body, connect to the heart center, start again.
If this feels too difficult, you can always go back to the previous category where you felt a stronger connection. Finishing these phrases, and drawing forth an image of your neutral person, recognizing this person too, subject to the joys and sorrows of life, having the universal wish for happiness. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you live with ease.
using those phrases now. And we'll widen this circle further in the direction of a boundless, unconditional love. Moving in the direction of no ill will for any being. As we practice with metta for a somewhat difficult person. Someone who might be irritating, troubling, but not in a very big way. I just want to get a flavor of what this practice is like today. I was thinking who this person might be. Being gentle and easeful with yourself. Going easy with yourself. Choosing this person It's possible to connect with some positive quality about them, might be helpful, some something, sense of humor, kindness to their family, dedication to their work. Whatever it might be. Most importantly, just draw forth an image. And beginning with the phrases, maintaining the connection to the body with kindness, gentleness, the heart connection. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you live with ease. If this person feels too difficult, you could switch to a somewhat less difficult person. Or you can always return to a earlier category 
where you are feeling more connection to metta. Trusting your heart, what feels right. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you live with ease. In these last couple of minutes, you might return to whichever category where you felt the strongest connection to metta, maybe self or benefactor. Reconnecting to the anchor where metta is flowing most easily.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.